0: Dr. Ben Song risked everything when he used the Quantum Leap Accelerator to travel back in time. Now our team's working to find out why, as he leaps between bodies with no memory of who he is, he still has one hope, that his next leap takes him back to the place and people he calls home. Hello, welcome
1: to Fates Wide Wheel. I'm Sam. I'm Dennis. We're here to talk about somebody
0: up there likes Ben. Here we go. This one yeah. we're gonna do we're gonna do a quicker, uh, a shorter episode than we did last week. Sam, I don't know about you, but the first couple episodes I got to watch at least twice before we did our review. The screener right. came later this week, so yeah. I had just one opportunity to watch it this afternoon. You texted me around like three o'clock. I think that's when they sent it out. Yeah, it, it dropped at around two thirty uh,
1: Central yeah. time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, that's when the email came in, and, and yeah, I was unable to to uh, to get to a computer uh, or anything, uh, and I didn't watch it until I basically finished watching it about twenty minutes ago. Oh, sure, yeah, because yeah. you are you are you are flying solo with the kids. I am. Yeah. So my, my wife and her and the, like whole side of her family are in Mexico for her sister's wedding. Um, obviously it would have been lovely to go lovely to, you know, even take the kids and everything, but at the same time, like you don't really take kids to a resort for a wedding in Mexico. Mm-mm. Uh, you especially don't drop that loot when you're getting ready to buy a new house. Uh, so we just kind sure. of all agreed, you know what? It makes sense. You should totally go. I'll stay here. So I've been here solo with the kids uh, since Thursday. Um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Uh, it's uh, it's been fun. We've had a really great time. You know, it, 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 it's it's surprising. I mean, I'm exhausted. Like it's it's a lot of work, uh, but it, it has been it has been a blast.
0: We've we've had a lot of fun. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Here we've had uh, our our youngest has been a little bit sick oh. the last few days. Took her to the doctor. It's none of the major things. It's not strep. It's not COVID. It's not any of those things. But whatever she got, Betsy caught uh mm. so betsy's been struggling the last couple of days on top of that she's uh, she has a huge work project like she is in the other room working right now betsy as well i'm in here recording and uh i haven't gotten sick but i'm a little bit more tired than what i should be for the amount of sleep i'm getting cuz i have been getting good sleep lately so um because we haven't had a chance to like really dive into the episode or really like really like pick apart the episode and the fact that we are two tired dads, trademarked patent pending. <laughs> Other cliches may apply. Uh, we're going to make this one a little Indeed. bit shorter. Uh, Cause I, I feel like this one, whereas uh, Atlantis was more like very like plot based and like breaking it down. Like this one, the leap story is pretty simple and straightforward. Less time at the project, but boy, Oof. they dropped a lot oh. of stuff. I am ready to do some fan wank. Okay, so 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 let's let's
1: let's get through uh not get through. We're we're honored and 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 it's a privilege to be able to do what we're about to do. Let's do our shout outs. Uh, sure, let's do our shout outs uh, and then do and then and, and, our, and, and then, then spoiler stuff.
0: I yeah. have yeah.
1: I have some stuff to say. <laughs> All right, let's go.
0: Uh so thank you to our uh our patrons and donors. Uh we have Al's Place, uh thank you, Brian, cosplay dad, Joanne Bartlett, Dana Bias, Rich Bork, Kevin Butcher, Barry Donovan, Brian dreadful Troy. Roy Evers, Larry Ganey, Jason Geist, Amy Holtkamp, Bess Corey, oddly specific with Audra, Christopher Redmond, Adrian Saul, Karen Saxon, Mike Stoffer, Damon Sugarmelly, Damon. I hope you're doing safe and doing better. Damon was right in the path of Hurricane. Yeah, lost power. I think power came, yeah, pa- uh, think power right came back on. Yeah, uh, for him recently, I saw. I saw on Facebook he posted something about that. So, so. yeah, so uh, he's doing better now. Larry Trujillo, Joe Wilson and our anonymous donors thank you all so thank much you. and if you would like to uh become a patron or donor you can be uh, a monthly or a one-time donor whichever whichever you prefer monthly we go through patreon uh one time we go through buy me a coffee and uh those are listed in the in the show notes and our website fateswidewheel.com. we're on fate's Wide wheel on all of the socials um and, and no matter what you donate, even as, as, if it's as much as $1, we greatly appreciate it. And you'll get access to, uh, we do live watch parties every night. We st- meet up about a half hour before on Zoom, watch the thing, and then we have a quick chat afterwards about the thing. And then um, as we were gearing up, we're going to be doing some some early access to to other things and other stuff. Us getting screeners kind of threw off our game plan because we never thought that that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah (laughs) so when we got oh screeners we can actually put out the podcast right after the episode is over with that kind of threw up our game plan uh patreon wise so we're still we're still figuring that out something that sam and i were talking about right before we started hitting record i love the show the orval sam has never seen it we thought about throwing that out as an extra uh so that's just one thing do you like the orval would you would you like to hear us talk about the orval let us know, or if you're like the Orville, what the hell is the Orville? Seth McFarland. Ooh, no, um, no. Then uh, yeah, I am rambling at this point. Anyway, it's entirely <laughs> thank, okay. Thank you so much for our, our, our donors and uh, and everything. And yeah, we are really super excited to get into somebody up there like Ben.
1: Yes, we are. I have to just say, I don't know if anybody was able to hear this, if my mic picked it up at all. uh, Mm -hmm. But the reason why I was distracted for a moment is that, you know, again, I'm the only one here with the kids and my, my son was, was wrestling a bit. And so I was kind of like, all right, he's gonna, he's gonna go back to sleep. I know he's gonna go back to sleep on his own. Um, And I think he is. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Quick update for everyone. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) So here's something that I've been dying to say. First of all, thank you so much to all of our patrons and donors. We appreciate you so much. It, it still is kind of mind boggling to me that, that uh, people are, are supporting us in that way. Uh, I really appreciate it. It means a lot. Um, and, you know, obviously uh, I hope that, you know, if you're giving to us, you're able to, to give back to your community, find a charity that you love. And, you know, if after all that, you still have some coins rattling around in your pocket and you want to support us, then yes, by all means, please do. We're going to do everything we can to, you know, make this the best show possible. Uh, and it's been exciting. I, you know, I, I've talked to people recently about the podcast and the fact that we do a podcast. And one of the things that that comes up always in conversation is that, you know, for the better part of five years, we did a podcast on a show that had been off the air for almost 30 years. And now we're doing a podcast about a show that's on the air right now. And so, you know, uh, in this case, it's even more so every little bit helps because there's so much going on. And there's so much to kind of figure out and navigate. And we're, you know, we're just trying to learn. Uh, and do new things. Cause we got to be lazy for about like, you know, four years or so. <laughs> um, anyway. So the thing that I really wanted to say, and we'll talk more about this later, but I just wanted to get this out here. I last Monday when I was at the concert, uh, and, and, you know, missed watching the episode live, I got the notification, um, that, uh, that, that photos had been uploaded for, um, the episode. And so I went immediately to, uh, the website to look at the new photos and there were a series of photos there. And I was just like, Oh my gosh. And then when I texted Dennis about them, he's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, what'd you mean? And he's like, there's no photos of that. And I was like, well, that, that I mean, surely I'm not making this up. I'm not imagining it. And I literally, for the past like six days, I've been thinking, but did, am I, am I crazy? Like what happened here? And I can say, I can now say, after having seen the episode, I'm not crazy. They uploaded those photos and then took them down. Yeah, and of, I, a, of one specific scene. And I and you know what, honestly, I'm going to just say is I have to applaud NBC Universal for doing that because those images, obviously, we posted them, you know, on Facebook, on our website. Uh, other sites post them, you know, on their websites, whether it's K-Site or Quantumly Podcast or numerous other podcast or, or, or websites out there that have posted them. They get out there, right, in the ecosystem. And I feel like this would have been this would have been kind of big. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, One photo in particular was kind of like blew my mind and then seeing it in context again, I was just sort of like, Oh my gosh. So anyway, I'm so glad that I'm not crazy, uh, yeah. or at least in this particular instance, I'm not crazy. Uh, and I'm looking forward to talking uh, a little bit more uh, about that when we when we hit our kind of our, our spoilery stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm, spoiler. I'm going to admit
0: I didn't think you were crazy, but I thought because I knew that you were like looking at pictures on your phone at the concert, mm-hmm. and so I thought maybe <laughs> hey, you probably you probably missaw something. We'll see. Right. Oh yeah. Uh, then when I watched the episode this afternoon, I'm glad I did not text you because I did not realize it you were not watching it the same time I was. Yeah. I wanted you to have that victory. I'm glad I that you had that victory on screen. <laughs> I really uh, appreciate that. Anyway, so do you want to go first with your, with your non-spoiler? Debut? Yeah. Um, so here's the
1: number one thing that I want to lead off with. The show keeps getting better. And mm-hmm. I have to be honest, in a way, I almost prefer this than if we would have gotten that blockbuster amazing, you know, two hour premiere uh, uh, that rivaled like those awesome premieres that we've talked about before, like Lost or Sopranos or whatever, you know what I mean? Like if it had just been like, oh, my God, this is amazing. This is incredible. Because in some ways, you know, those shows would always struggle to top that you know, and there's, and there's like that, that lull, right? You know, you, you, you get this amazing premiere episode and then things are kind of slow and you just kind of, you, you know, ease into the other things because people are invested, right? The fact is, is right now each episode has gotten better. And I would argue that, you know, Atlantis was a lot better than July 13th, 1985. I don't necessarily know that somebody up there like spin is a lot better than Atlantis was, but it's, it's a better episode. And, there's one moment in particular that occurs in this episode that got me choked up. And I immediately was like, this is quantum leap. And I, I don't want to mm-hmm. you know, engage in any sort of like gatekeeping or anything like that. But for me, as I was watching it, it was just like, there was this moment, a, a strong conviction to say, this is quantum leap. If you're watching this, if you're a fan of the of the original series, you're watching this and you're not on board after this, then I just don't know what to tell you. I just don't know what to tell you because that is quantum leap. Um it's great episode. it's it's mm-hmm. it's it really is. And uh, I have a feeling that when we, you know, do our kind of overview of season one, I'm not saying they're not going to top this because again, they're getting better and better and better. But mm-hmm. for me, I'm going to go out on a limb. We'll see how I, you know, how I feel at the end of the season. Sure. And I'm going to say that somebody up there like spin is going to be one of
0: my favorite episodes of the whole season. I think it's definitely going to be one of my favorite episodes early cuz I, yes, right. I think I think this show is going to continue to evolve as, as far as the characters go. And I and I'm saying that yeah. just from the way we're advancing and there was uh, there's been wonderful interviews with Martin Garrow. But there was a really great one with Collider that he did this last week, and I don't know if you had a chance to read it. But but just where he talking about like uh, where the season is going from here. And I'm going to put right. this out here in the non spoiler part because I figure like stuff that they are putting out in interviews, I don't consider those really right. deep spoilers. If you don't want them, skip. Ahead, if you don't want to hear this, like skip ahead like 30 seconds. <laughs> but, you know he, you know he said in the interview they are not going to take a long time for Ben to remember Addison. Right, Because his his reasoning is is that if a character doesn't know something that the audience does, no matter how good the reason is, the audience subconsciously starts to think of that character as dumb. Right. And I hadn't thought about that before, but I really like that reasoning. So I think here in, in the next, I think one or two episodes, it's going to click and yeah. their entire relationship is going to change. And everything is going to be upended. But I think it before, happens. I'm just going to throw this out here real quick. I think it happens the next episode. I, I, either that or or episode five. It's one or two. Yeah. Even that. I I just love the moments between uh, Raymond and Caitlin. Like they just. Uh, I don't know if I can put it into words. Just like the small, subtle things to do with each other, like the subtle teasing that they mm-hmm. that they have with each other. Like even like at the beginning of this episode. Uh, with with her coming in and catching him flexing right there, right, or, yes. with, or, or with or with her, you know, like teasing, like oh, you know, like like we have we have Ziggy, and we have the hologram, and we can do this. And 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 uh, Ben was like, oh, would you like to milk that a little bit more? Yeah, like, I, yeah. I I love those moments, but also just uh, Caitlin is so good at like showing these like little minute, these little moments of like God, I'm in love with you, or God, I'm in so mm-hmm. much pain right now. Yeah, just with her eyes. Um, and it's not fair to compare her to Dean Stockwell, which everybody's doing because she is, some, she is doing something completely different from Dean Stockwell. Yes. Dean Stockwell, he was big, he was gregarious, he was fun. Um, and, and Caitlin is fun in the moments where she is able to have fun as Addison, but she's also bringing this, this whole other layer, uh, this whole other layer that I love. Uh, I think this episode does really great and better balancing between the leap story and the project story. And I posted mm-hmm. earlier that we that we have more of the leap. And honestly, just after one viewing, I, I don't know if it's we got really more of the leap story in this episode or they did a better job jumping back and forth between the two that it wasn't right. so jarring. Because um, I loved Atlantis, but I feel like the way we jumped back and forth between the two stories was was a little bit jarring in there. Um, But, and then the leap story, everything you said, wonderful. The project story packs a huge wallop. Yeah. Uh, And just, you know, everything you said about that one scene, the last shot of the episode gave me chills. Yeah. And, and also, I think they put this, and in my mind, it wasn't a very, it was a not so subtle way. They set up, that one season story arc that Martin Garrow talked about. Yes. In the in the uh in the collider interview. Mm-hmm. And I think they gave themselves an out. Oh in, in, in case they so only brilliant. get in case they only get 13 episodes. Right. I think they gave themselves an out to uh to wrap up the story quickly then. Yeah. And like like if you're like me, like I want the show to last longer. <laughs> right. But yes. if it doesn't last longer, if it only has the last one season or half season, at least wrap it up. Yes. Right. One of my, one of my other favorite series, uh time travel series, is Life on Mars, the American mm-hmm. version from 2008, 2009. They only got 17 episodes, but they got to wrap it up. Yeah. Because they knew before they filmed the last episode that it was going to be canceled. So the thing is, like, I... I think the show is doing well enough now. We're not going to get into ratings in this episode. The show yeah. is doing well enough now. We are going to at least see those thirteen episodes. Oh, yeah, for sure. But but if not, if it's something a thing where they pull it off of the air, I still think those episodes are going to end up getting made, hopefully. And so even if we don't get them on the air, there'll be some, there'll be some Blu-ray box set or something. Maybe we'll get the episodes. Here's the thing. The you know, I, I had a conversation with
1: the observer, and again, I mentioned this I think, a couple episodes ago. It was not a conversation about you know story stuff or casting or anything like that. It was just like production, general production stuff. And one of the things that they even said is that there's no way that the show is not going to get through its initial order. If for whatever reason NBC is just kind of like, we don't want to air this at ten o'clock on Mondays anymore. We want to put something else in there and see if we can salvage the time slot or whatever which they're nowhere even near needing to think about yet, it will finish on Peacock. Like, it, it, it's going to air. And the mm. thing is, is, like, we're seeing numbers now um, that are proving that, you know, the streaming numbers, the DVR numbers and everything are really pushing the show up quite a bit going from like 3 million viewers to five and a half million viewers just based off of the numbers from like streaming and 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 it's important to note too that these are only three day numbers because they only track they only track for like dvr and, and replays and that sort of stuff they only track the first three days now the the overall streaming numbers like the the people are streaming on peacock or whatever Those numbers, we may never see the light of day, but we know that those are impactful, that they are important. So if you are watching on Peacock, even if you're watching, even if you're listening to this six months from now and you're watching it on Peacock, good, good, because that will help. And Mm -hmm. we just might not necessarily know specifically you know the the impact of those numbers but but yeah i mean it's way 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 too early to be, even be worrying about this i mean the the, yeah. the the numbers are fine television numbers are so different from what they were you know 10 years ago 15 20 30 years ago i mean you look at you look at anything now and 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 i mean there are so many shows out there that if you look at the demo with the 18 to 49 demo they don't even break a million in the demo And that was, I mean, it used to be, I mean, my God, it used to be that like shows like Friends were pulling in, you know, three, four, five million every week. Easy, easy, you know, in the demo, not just overall, but like in that demo. Mm -hmm. And so like the numbers are just different now. Um, and, And I'm no expert, but I know enough to know that if you're paying attention to numbers and you're looking at them and you're thinking like, oh, wow, this isn't. You know, a good number based off of knowledge that you had from you know 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago. I mean, it's it's really it's not even comparing apples to oranges. It's comparing like apples to rocks. Like it's just you, <laughs> you know and you can't you really can't you really can't do that. And and so I think I, I think that it, we're fine. Uh, I, it's funny because there have been and you and I talked about this this past week. There's been so so much out there, right? And there's so many like you know armchair critics, which we are. It, it, mm. We 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 you know we admit that we wear it proudly. And armchair analysts like coming out of the woodwork on social media and 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 having this negative spin. And it's just kind of like you 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 just don't know what you're talking about. But I'm not gonna say that. I mean, I just did. Okay. Sure. You yeah. <laughs> know, I'm not gonna engage with somebody on social media and be like. No, man, that's just not no.
0: that's not I true. Mean, like, the thing is, like and everything you said, like the ratings are in a place right now where you could spend it either way you really want to. Sure. Like you could say, hey, things are going pretty good. You can say, Hey, things are going pretty bad. And really, we won't know until until ABC makes the call. And I posted this on my personal Twitter account the other day. I've made a lot of wrong turns in my life. At least I didn't grow up to be a person who roots for a TV show I don't like to get canceled. So yeah. other people who do enjoy it can't enjoy it anymore. Not so, only that the hundreds of people who are
1: employed off of the very fact that the show exists. And I want those people to, you know, have a job.
0: Keep on working. Uh,
1: Yeah. And, and, and the other thing that I will say, I will, I will go ahead and throw out an indictment. I'm just going to just throw it out there right now. So everybody knows exactly where I stand. I don't, you know, Dennis disagree. If you, if you, if you want, Mm -hmm. if you're looking at websites like cosmic book news and giant freaking robot for any information, like at all, just stop. Those websites are horrible. They're bottom feeders. It's the worst of the worst. If they can spin something in a negative fashion, especially about something that they perceive as woke or whatever, they'll do it. Sure. It, 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 I mean, honestly, it's, it's, it's such, it's such bush league bottom feeding stuff. And I have absolutely no time for it or no regard for it. And, you know, if, if, if somebody comes and wants to put it on our social channels and talk about it or whatever, I'm, I'm going to call it out like that. And I've, I've done sure. it twice this past week. That's that, that for me is the line. Like those places are awful um and 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 yeah I, I it, it just it, it kind of burns me up to know that there are people you know right. clicking on those on those articles and 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 you know putting any stock or faith at all in the editorializing that goes on over those
0: places so for sure Absolutely. those are two of many but yeah I'm calling sure. them out totally get it yeah uh that being said let's jump in to, to the spoilers let's do it let's jump in here so October 2nd 1977. Yeah. October 3rd. <laughs> and you pointed out right before, I don't think this has ever happened. I would have to look it up and dig deeper. I don't think it's ever happened in quantum leap history where, where the date lines up with the date of the leap lines up with the actual air date. And we have it on pretty good authority that that's going to happen twice this month. Halloween? Yeah. We're getting we are getting a Halloween episode, y'all. And we're getting a Halloween and, episode. And just what little bit that, that we've been we, we've been told about it, uh, we're excited about it. And we I, yeah. I think we made this clear in the last episode, but in case you missed it. Um, so we have a new friend of the podcast who is out in LA and they are getting uh sites for, for for audition sites. Yeah. And so we're we're getting a little peek into what uh into what the Halloween episode is about. And Garrow even said in his uh recent interview that it's their take on the exorcist.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just want to throw this out there real quick. This is not me being pedantic or talking down to anybody, but just in case you're not aware exactly of what a side is, which I imagine the bulk of our listeners are, but just in case, a side is is literally basically just a cutting from a script that they use for audition purposes. Um, Yeah, because I I know that that's not necessarily like a super common mainstream sort of term, so I just want to throw that out there. Uh, It's also worth noting that oftentimes, uh, especially these days, uh, you know, with like feature films, that audition sides will not necessarily be you know from the the actual completed script with tv it's a little bit different and and you and i have kind of both chosen especially because i think the source is also kind of in the same uh arena here is that we're taking these to be actual like actually from the shooting script and not just like something out there to see like can you act or you know whatever
0: no it's definitely yeah it's definitely from the definitely from the shooting script, yeah. but anyway uh so yeah we're gonna get we're gonna get we're gonna get this so anyway um so yeah october 3rd 1977 we are beyond ben's lifetime
1: that's right that's right um uh so just to kind of keep it in in order uh a little bit you know he leaps in he's sparring gets his bell rung uh you know this man jumps into the ring daryl turns out that it's the the leapy's brother um and then ben you know heads to the locker room uh and looks into the mirror uh and sees that he's buff and he mm-hmm. he's enjoying the fact that he's buff. And like you said, this is provides us with a, a really nice moment between Ben and Addison. Cause Addison comes in and sees him, catches him, you know, checking himself out in the mirror. Uh, you know, I, I I'm just going to say this. It's worth noting. This is the first time that, you know, Ben has leaped into a, a, a person of color and, uh, there's nothing said about it at all.
0: And I really appreciate that. You know, I, I was gonna say one. I like uh, like the camera work, and like how they how Ben notices. Like he he looks at the other people in the gym, and he notices like they're black. Mm-hmm. Pictures on the wall, everyone's black, huh? And that's what leads him to go look into the mirror. And more broadly, I didn't even think about this while I was watching the episode, but then afterwards, I think almost all of the main players in this episode were people of color, and it's never commented yeah. on. And it's never commented on once. And that sticks out to me because my first complete episode of the OG was Pull hall blues. Right. Which was very much the same, like, except for, I mean, you could argue that like everything in that entire episode is steeped in race because of the situation that, uh, sure. That the, that the, the nightclub owner was in and the one scene where they go to the bank to the loan and they can't get it specifically because they're black, but beyond those mentions, like it's never like specifically addressed for the most part. Right. Um, and so I appreciated that about this episode. <clears throat> My one quabble in this first scene, and this is the only uh, quabble that I have, and this may be something that was edited out for time, is I'm surprised that Addison doesn't take notice and she isn't freaked out by the fact that Ben has leaping on his own lifetime. Yeah. Because I know, I know she's not the technical expert, but she's been working on this for five years. She was supposed to be the leaper. So is- I'm sure in, in her mind, she would be like, oh, leaping leaping in my own lifetime right so I'm surprised she didn't notice it but then like I said um for time that may have been a moment that they just cut out it's strange because at the risk of skipping ahead it does get addressed
1: later and she is in the room for it Mm -hmm. it is interesting that yeah that that moment is postponed because it does seem like it would be something that and maybe part of it is that's the other thing about Addison throughout the course of almost this whole episode and for anyone that has you know thrown Caitlin any flack whatsoever. I, I feel like I'm just going to say it again. I think it's true. I could be wrong if the, you know, the right or wrong people, depending on your point of view, hear this, they could think I'm a jackass, which could be true. But I don't think anybody wanted to make that new premiere episode. I think that there is a lot about that premiere episode that shows me people that are not engaged with the work that they're doing. And I think that everything that we have seen from Atlantis and somebody up there likes Ben shows us a completely different side of this entire cast. And I think that they are clearly all like firing on all cylinders. Caitlin's work in this episode is phenomenal. She's great. Showing that tension, that strain, that that exhaustion, you know, the the, the commitment, the, the the passion. Like, I mean, all of it is so there. And so many times it's bubbling just underneath the surface. And the reason why I bring that up is because I don't disagree with what you're saying. I thought the same exact thing, but as I'm talking about it now, there's a part of me that says like, this woman has pushed herself beyond the Fair. edge, beyond the brink. Like she has one goal in mind, get him home. And now, you know, I, I, so there's a part of me that wonders like, sh- does she even care? Like if she's, if she's reading off the hand link, you know what I mean? Is she even care that it's 1977? So, yes i don't disagree i had the same thought but there is a part of me that's kind of like man the, it works for the character that's fair that she's
0: oblivious to it you know yeah so let's talk about this first scene because i put this in my the thing that i put on twitter like ben getting knocked down at the beginning that's kind of a shade <laughs> of right hand of god because i know everybody has online they've been wanting to compare this to right hand of god because it's a boxing story uh we get that I, I didn't think about that but when uh angela is that his girlfriend's name yes I think when Angela comes in and just gives him a big kiss smack yeah. on the lips, all yeah. I could think of was Dixie from the right hand of God. And I thought, so, Oh, and it's like, I never thought that they were going to go down the same road as right hand of God, but I would like, Oh, that's, that's a nice touch. If they did that intentionally, that's a." Nice <laughs> touch.
1: So I thought two things in that moment. I thought what you just thought about Dixie. I also thought, Again, I've been trying not to engage with it too much because it's just exhausting. And, and at the end of the day, I feel like we got a podcast to do and mm-hmm. we want to talk about the show and we want to engage with other people, but I, I want to do it in a positive way, quite frankly. Sure. But so many people have been posting things about like, you know, this romantic relationship between Ben and S and really screws things up. What are they going to do when Ben has to blah, 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 you know? And, and the thing is, is like, there you go. Now you have your answer it happened it happened right here and you know what they didn't make a huge deal out of it it's clear that addison was not super happy about it it's clear sure. that addison was kind of picking at Ben a little bit like oh yeah, yeah you want to go back to your girlfriend over there you know but at the same time like it worked it was it i loved ben's reaction to the kiss you know the hey you you know <laughs> yeah, just like sure. it's it was it, it was it was it was charming it was uncomfortable and i think that you know there they will probably have other opportunities to explore this. And I think next week's episode, they're probably going to be able to explore it in some very interesting ways. Sure. But here's something that this episode kind of taught me about quantum leap 2022. As much as we've had to listen to the the vocal minority complain about, you know, the, the casting choices or, you know, they're going to beat us over the head with this or blah, 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 or whatever. This episode proves that they're not. And there are some people on the other side of that fence that may sit there and say, you know, why aren't they bringing up this or bringing up that? And what I would say is, like, I think they're doing a really good job of actually injecting this show with some nuance and some subtext. And with all of the comparisons that have been made to other sort of, like, slick network dramas, like, you know, Blacklist or the C- the mini CSIs sure. or NCISs or whatever... That's something that most of those shows are completely devoid of. No, and,
0: and that's the thing. I, I <laughs> love, I love the OG Quantum Leap. OG Quantum Leap was not necessarily subtle a lot of times, right? And I think to not slam, you know, not slam the OG, but <clears throat> there's a lot of subtlety. There's a lot of nuance. There's a lot of lovely stuff going on. <clears throat> and I think, and also, can spe- specifically say before we move on from this moment, I think we can de- definitively say that Ben does not sleep with Angela in this episode. <sighs> I think you're absolutely right. Because um, if you haven't listened to our Right Hand of God episode, uh, we, we've we long had the debate. Sam and I have differing opinions on whether or not Sam sleeps with Dixie in the episode. Yeah. Because there's a scene that ends kind of kind of vaguely and you don't know. Uh, but anyway, uh, Ben definitively does not sleep with Angel in this episode. But anyway, he does not.
1: Yeah. Uh, so uh, – you know, let's at, at, at the risk of like dissecting this and, and and getting into too much minutia. You know, we learn, of course, that you know Ben is going to have a title fight. Um, sure. The the as Danny uh, the next day, um, and that in the original history he loses the fight. Not only does he Second lose round. the fight, but we also. Yeah, in the second round. But we also learn, kind of spiraling out from this, over the course of the episode, this isn't all front-loaded at us, that uh, Daryl has put up the gym um, to basically pay for the training and all this sort of stuff. They're going to lose the gym. Uh, Daryl's going to commit suicide. Um, and, you know, just like worst-case scenario sort of stuff here. Um, for everyone that has also been complaining about, like, you know, the the heist and the space shuttle and all the. again, this is... I think this is kind of what most of those people have been waiting for. It's a, you know, yes, it's a title fight in Las Vegas, but besides that, this is a much smaller story. It's a much more personal story. This is a story about brothers, which is something that, you know, again, like that's a hallmark of quantum leap. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that um, it's just done really, really well. The writing is great. Um, John Chaffin is freaking fantastic in this Mm -hmm. episode. I, I, he plays Daryl, uh, Danny's brother. Uh, he's the one that shares the screen, you know, probably the most sure. with Ben throughout the course of the episode, excepting Addison. Uh, and their scenes are fantastic together. Yeah. Oh, um, God, and the scene in the jail cell. In the jail cell. The jail, that's the scene I was talking about earlier. That yeah. jail cell scene choked me up mm-hmm. and then pushed me, you know, past that. Mm-hmm. And as Ben was, you know, basically like pleading with Daryl and talking to him, I was, that's when I was just like, that's Quantum Leap. Yeah. You know, that is quantum leap right to the point that I, I feel like I'm forgive me for saying this. I'm growing to love Ben in a way that I don't know that I loved Sam. And I think part of that has to do with, again, just we got to see Sam be, you know, active and passionate multiple times. And those are of course some of my favorite episodes without a doubt. Uh, Man, Ben Ben's level of agency, like, mm-hmm. but he is willing to just like go for it, and it's and the thing is, is that like you almost get the sense in the first episode that it's just because he needs to leap, right? Mm-hmm. In this episode, and and I got this feeling in Atlantis as well, which is one of the reasons why it's like God, I love this guy. He's doing it to save this person. It's not just to leap. It's not just to get home. He's doing this because he genuinely wants to save this person. And that's something that Sam did week in and week out in the original series. And that's why that scene to me, it's like, that's quantum leap. That is quantum leap right there. It's not you know, I, I love the storyline and I am so, you know, sold on it, but it's not the the, the present day continuing serialized stuff that they're doing. You know, it's not, it, it's not heists and explosions or whatever. It's, you know, that right there, a scene between two brothers, you know, one of whom dealing with PTSD uh, after being in Vietnam, which again, you know, I mean, it, it, it's hard for me to not think as soon as they say Vietnam to think back to the original series, right? Sure. It's like, Vietnam. So like... To me, they established, beyond a shadow of a doubt, the heart of the show in that scene. Mm -hmm. Um, And I loved it, and my estimation of both men as actors grew, and I was just like, (laughs) I'm so sold, to the point where I'm serious. I'm absolutely dead serious when I say this. I I am of a mind that, yeah, award shows are mostly bullshit, but... I would absolutely throw an award at John Chaffin for his work in this. Are you kidding me? Like mm-hmm. I, it, it's like, it, 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 you know, genre shows and, and shows like this don't often get nominated for awards or whatever. Fine. Especially on network TV, because it's all about prestige stuff on, you know, HBO and AMC and all that. Mm-hmm. That said, like, I you're damn right. I want to nominate that guy for an Emmy for, you know, for, for guest actor. Like I, I just thought it was phenomenal work. It was beautiful. It was, it was lovely.
0: And it, yeah. And, and again, beyond, it's sure. Yeah. That was, beyond that's that a hallmark this, of quantum leap. Yeah. And, and, and just beyond that, like the moments between like Ben and Addison, like Addison is able to like, tune is like, I've seen this before. This is PTSD mm-hmm. and their one-on-one conversation beforehand. It was like, you know, but yeah, you, you stopped him now, but it, it was like right before the scene that we were just talking about, like, yeah, you stopped him now, but yeah, he's going to commit suicide a few months later. And like, yeah. you know, is it, is it, is it ever going to change? I'm not asking Ziggy, I'm asking you right and it's just that yeah that 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 interchange that interchange between them you could have taken that little exchange right there that could have been a moment between sam and Al in the original series
1: i was getting ready to say the same yeah, damn thing yeah.
0: yes yeah. yes <laughs> exactly exactly so uh. so yeah uh yeah loved all and, and uh, a smaller moment just ben's quick thinking because like i knew as soon as like he went to jail and he wasn't going to get out. Yeah. At time, I knew like Ben has to figure out a way to get in jail. And before I figured out how, hey pig. Which again,
1: that's what I'm talking about with nuance and subtlety. If you take a take a moment to actually think and engage with the entertainment that you're watching. This is a black man yelling at two white cops in 1977, mm-hmm. pig. Like yeah. I mean and they took him to jail. Mhm. So I, I just, yeah, I, I, I just think it's stuff like that, you know, that I, that I can really appreciate, you know, um, yeah. and everything that followed, uh, and how proactive Ben is, um, in that, in that moment, you know, I love the fact that Ben is deciding for himself what to do, that it's not a mm-hmm. case of like, you know, uh, and again i'm not throwing shade i mean i love 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 everything about the classic series and sam and al but the thing is is like if, if 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 i'm gonna have to sit here and scroll through my social media and see everybody you know wank off to their nostalgia and about how this doesn't measure up to their nostalgia then you damn right that every once in a while i'm gonna sit here and i'm gonna say hey ben going after it and going for it the way that he is it blows Sam out of the water 90% of the time. Because mm-hmm. in the old series, we're waiting for Al to tell him what to do. We're, You know what I mean? Like, there's, mm-hmm. there's so many times, and we talked about it before, like the episodes that I don't like as much are the episodes that happen to Sam instead of Sam happening to the episode. So far, if anything, Ben has shown us that Ben's going to happen. And I am there
0: for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a T-shirt. Wait for it. Wait for it in our merch store. Ben's, yeah, yeah. It's right. gonna happen. happen. Uh, so to shift gears a little bit, can we talk about the cool new trick that Ziggy can do? One, let's let's talk about Ziggy before we get to the to the cool new trick that Ziggy can do. I love. I I don't I don't know if they're retconning the original series or if they're all just naive to how Ziggy works, but Addison. Is weirded out by Ziggy being slow and missing something on the leap. I'm like, girl, girl, <laughs> that is that is trademark quantum leap. What are you, yeah. What are you talking about? Right,
1: right. And and this is a great opportunity too to talk about Ian and once again just you know fanboy all over based at Alexander Park because they are just again killing it. And mm-hmm. I, I love so much about their palm that they bring to a lot of these situations. There's a clarity that 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 Ian has that I think, it, you know, kind of goes hand in hand with their intelligence. So many times when we're introduced to, you know, genius level characters, there's got to be some sort of, you know, neurotic quality to them, that there, there's got to be some sort of weird hang up or fetish, quite frankly, that they have. And in this case, like, Ian instead is able to bring, like I said, this, this wonderful calm and clarity to these situations. And yet they're still able to approach them with clearly a high level of intelligence. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I really appreciated the scenes that they had with, with Addison,
0: uh, in particular this week. Absolutely. I love the scene where, where they talk about like, how do, how do Wednesdays remind you of Ben? Mm-hmm. That entire scene. Yeah. And, uh, was it the real housewives of Beverly Hills? Was that the right Yeah, one? or Los Angeles, I think. I love Los yeah. Angeles or, or whatever. Um, and the way it was called back at the end of the episode. Like, all of that was totally lovely. Yeah. lovely. Ian's Ian surprised when Addison tells them that, no, like, Ben pretends to hate them, but he follows them all on Twitter.
1: Yeah! Yes. Like, that was... It's yeah. that level of relationship building that we're getting between the 2022 characters that I think is so incredibly important. And it, it increases our investment in them uh and I, I I think it it allows us to enjoy those present day scenes beyond, you know, what's Janice up to this week? You know what I mean? Like what sure. is Ziggy working properly this week? It, all sorts of things. I think that there's it's interesting because we learned through the course of this episode. Um I'll just drop it right now. We'll talk more about it in a second, but Al apparently took a ton of stuff with it like, it's, he, you know, he was like, he was mm-hmm. like the guy, you know, at the end of the movie shoot who their entire wardrobe somehow ends up <laughs> in their closet or something, you know, like sure. Al took a shit ton of stuff from the project home with him. So there's a, there's a part of me that's wondering, like, yes, they're rebuilding this project. Yes, they're, you know, they're, they're reactivating it or whatever, but there's, there's genuinely a part of me that's it's like, maybe there's a lot of stuff they don't know because the breadcrumbs just weren't there for them to follow. Sure. Um I don't know. And it also could just be that Sam Beckett of course is, is is this super genius and following that work is going to be difficult. Right. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like it's going to take another super genius or a team of geniuses to follow up on what he was able to do. Um, so in a way it's it, it, it's it's fun because it's a callback, but it's also interesting that they clearly don't know a ton about Ziggy, you know, that they're having it's difficult, it. you know, difficulty getting Ziggy back online. They're having difficulty understanding why Ben can now leap outside of his own lifetime, which is something that Ian presents, you know, to Magic and Addison is in the room for. And uh yeah, I mean there's just there's a lot of great stuff in this episode. And and and, and and so much of it goes towards that character building, the relationship building. And 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 I'm just I mean, I am i'm more i'm just more invested i'm more like i'm like a kid candy store man it's like getting more quantum leap <laughs> i know i'm so, itching i'm scratching yeah. over yeah, here yeah. Like,
0: you know <laughs> so listen like for all of ziggy's uh and glitches in this episode the, the hologram like being yeah. able to pull up the fight that was a nice touch that was really cool i really like that and you know what and um not to make light of it, but like Addison, you know, being under a lot of stress and everything and her collapsing at the end of that scene. That's another similarity with right hand of God. Al spent a lot of time. Al spent a lot of time on the floor on the right hand of God. That's true. Can you
1: imagine, can you imagine if Al (laughs) would have disappeared every time like he took a nap? Like, I know (laughs) she just,
0: (laughs) like Addison, when Addison falls, she, you know, she just vanishes. She just disappears. I was curious about the mechanics of that, but I'm not going to quabble too much. Right. Too much about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, the yeah, the, the the whole fight, that learning, that like very brief montage there, and I like, uh, you know, they were you know, right hand of God, like he was able to train for a week, and this one he only has a day. Yes, but he has a photographic memory, and one the difference is he is actually in the body of Danny Hill. Right, that's so, something they make explicit. So he's in the body. So like, he's already got, he's got the muscle, he's got the brawn, he's got you know, he's got the muscle memory. He's got the reflexes. Right. Uh, so it's just a matter of, uh, you know, like I said, learning the fight so that everything goes down in the first round, exactly as it's supposed to, and taking the thing in the second round. If I do have a gripe in this episode, it's like all of that is rushed through. Um,
1: You know, I didn't, that didn't bother me. I almost Mm -hmm. felt like the fight was more rushed through. The actual fight was more rushed through than the the training and stuff.
0: That's what I mean. It's like the fact that they make such such a big deal in the training, like, no, you have to match the first round swing for swing, step for step. And they just kind of really quickly block. I mean, we are, we are through the first round like that.
1: I, I yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I think that one the one saving grace, the one thing that they did that ends up making it interesting, although again it's not perfect. I feel like they probably could have done a little bit more with it, but time time is of the essence, right? Uh, is when they had been, you know, knock him out, they think, and then he gets back up at like the nine. I think that by doing that, it it gave it ratcheted up the tension a bit because mm-hmm when the fight started, some of the tension was, it it felt like, you know, had gone out a little bit. Um, it, it it was almost a foregone conclusion that Ben was going to win the fight because of the type of training that he'd been able to do. Right. Mm -hmm. And then when he, you know, when he gets back up, it's like a whole new ball game. Now Ben actually is going to have to like fight, you know? And that's the thing is it's like, Luckily, he doesn't, right? He doesn't really have to fight because things kind of come together for him. But I I think it's kind of that 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 made the fight feel a little bit more dangerous, but I agree that it was kind of rushed through.
0: You know, for a moment, when he was first knocked down, when Ben was knocked down in the first round, uh, or Mm -hmm. whatever it was, I thought maybe, oh, would it be an interesting twist if he he actually loses the fight? Yeah. But for some reason, it turns out okay. Right. I don't know, (laughs) Yeah, but then also at the moment where he where he knocks his opponent down and he gets back up, it's the same shades of right hand of God where Dixie streaking mm-hmm. does you know it works for a minute, but it doesn't actually pull through. Uh, one up for Ben in this episode; he doesn't have to make a woman streak through the crowd to get yeah to get an upper hand. Um, ooh, ooh. Uh, But then the important thing is like Ben gets knocked down and he has a very brief memory of laying in bed someone being next to him. like i said now saying that out loud yeah i think next week next week may be the week
1: can i can i no i probably shouldn't never mind all right. i was going to reference i was going to reference some stuff that 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 we kind of know about next week's episode oh, but yeah, I, don't want, see, I, yeah. I don't want to i
0: don't want to i don't want to do that i don't want yeah to do let's that. see yeah um um so all that being said we want to dive into the project side
1: yeah uh yeah oh you know i want to give a quick shout out real quick to jess nurse who plays penny who's daryl's wife uh you know, we mm-hmm. talk about how awesome john is and how awesome yes. you know caitlin is and how awesome mason is and how awesome you know raymond is and you know everybody is all, so, yeah. but uh she has like the briefest scene um with ben where she comes in and she brings like sandwiches for them and stuff and it's really again it's just really like there's some really beautiful work happening in in this episode and you know the the script is is so well done and it's not to say that there aren't there's not an element of nothing about the story necessarily is is revolutionary right they're not necessarily changing the game in the way that they mm. tell the story but i think that how they tell the story is so well done um and and it's the you know, it's these little intimate scenes that we get that that, that really just push her over the edge. And I just thought she was great. I thought she was great. So good on you, Jess. Like that was yeah, yeah I thought that was a great little scene. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Project stuff.
0: Project, oh man. Bro. okay. So first off, uh, Ben has leaped beyond his own lifetime, and the whole explanation Ian gives about he is he's slingshotting himself somewhere else. And it could take them anywhere between 10 to 20 leaps. Yeah, 10 to 20 leaps.
1: So perfect, right? It's like, mm-hmm. if we only get 13 episodes, we're covered. If we we're, get
0: a full season, we're good. We're good, <laughs> yeah. We told you I, it
1: might take longer.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I was just like, uh, yeah. Um, and, and overall, this is like involving like Addison and the project and everything. I love, and this is what the old series did not have. I love like there is this, constant sense of urgency of getting Ben back. Um because really I think like there are a couple of mentions early in the episodes, but then after double identity, and we talked about this in our revisited episode a few weeks ago, they never address trying to get Sam back after double identity, yeah. five episodes in. So I love that they still have this sense of urgency. And then by the end of this episode, like part of the lesson that Addison has to learn is that this is a marathon, not a sprint.
1: Yeah. Uh, one thing I will say about the the classic series is that we get, you know, the stuff in early in the first season where, like you say, they're, they're basically trying to get him back in some fashion, like actively trying to get him back. Then throughout the course of the second season, you know, we get it in the saga cell, right? You know, his next leap will be the leap home. But there isn't any sort of like active, like, you know, this is how you're going to get home. We really don't touch on it again. I'm not saying it's never mentioned, but we really don't touch on it again until leap home part one. When you know Sam is talking about being home, and and Al is like you know no home is where you're trying to get home is in nineteen you know ninety five mm-hmm. or whatever, and so I I really I I agree I appreciate the fact that this is absolutely a driving factor for what's going on back at the project and that we get to see it we could imagine it all we wanted about the classic series, which is great, lovely. Mm-hmm. And the novels touched on it in wonderful ways too. But to actually like get to to take part in it, to, you know, to be engaged with it in that way, I think is is great. And, and it's one of the reasons why I'm loving the the present day stuff. Mm-hmm. Interesting to know that a few folks out there have been doing like, you know, times basically for how much time is spent on the leap and how much time is spent on the project. Uh, and you know, you're getting basically like two thirds of an episode on the leap. It's not like it's a 50, 50 thing. It's not like there's some sort of wild imbalance. Could the leaps use a little bit more time to breathe? Yeah. Do I think that that could absolutely be fixed by instead of trying to wrap up the leap over one episode, maybe have it bleed into the next episode a little bit. You know, I think that Mm -hmm. that could probably help, but anyway, um, yeah, so this this whole slingshot theory uh, that that Ian presents is based off of Voyager Two and the idea that you know getting it out past the outer planets would you know give it the the, the speed that it would need to get you know even further. And so they basically posit the theory of magic that you know Ben could be going way back mm-hmm. and. I'm intrigued. I don't know how I feel about it, if I'm being fully honest. But I'm intrigued. Like, when have, they said that, I was kind of like, okay, how what? far back are we talking? Like Because I know yeah. we're getting
0: a Western episode, but sure. that doesn't feel way back to me, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think the Western episode is in, in two episodes coming up. So it's... Yeah, and I know there, there's been a lot of, like, you know, talk online about like he's going to lead to he's leaping to find Sam or he's leaping into Al's place. I love the place where that's coming from, but I don't think that's it. Especially now, where, where Scott Bakula is definitely out of the picture until we hear otherwise. Right. I really think somebody else, you know, pointed out very wisely on, on Twitter. Like it would be nice to get to get Scott back, but it can't be. Um, that can't be the goal of this first season, at least until they know they're going to get Scott back. So the end goal towards the end of the season has to be some other destination. And I I really want like in the, in the first episode where Ben tells Addison in his video message that this is bigger than us. Like this is a, this is a, you know, you know, this is a big thing. However, he says it like, what is it so important in the past or in the future, far future, I don't know uh, that's uh, true,
1: right, because maybe the slingshot maneuver is that you know Ben has to go way back in order to go way forward,
0: yeah, so I don't know I'm intrigued. and it's like I just want to enjoy the ride like i right. don't I don't want to know, I don't want to figure it out right now. I just want to enjoy the ride. I think it was uh our friend Carol Davis who put it out there on Twitter, like I want it to be like a a holy shit moment of yeah. I never thought of this. Mind blown. Right. Yeah. I.
1: It, it's strange because, okay, l- let's be honest. In those Martin Garrow interviews, like Martin is basically still going with the, like it's clear the tenor of the conversations that he's having with a lot of these folks that I'm not saying that he's, Banking on it, but he's basically banking on Scott at some point relenting. Like it's, it's clear with the way that he mentions it, the way that he talks about the character of Sam, like, and Sam gets name dropped tonight, like in in this episode, whether or not they have to do something tricky or weird, which they have basically said that they're willing to do if they have to, um, that Sam Beckett is going to be in the show at some point. Now, Sam Beckett, as we see him, might not necessarily be played by Scott Bakula. Now, I don't think they're going to run with that long term, but yeah. I do think that they have basically alluded to the fact that if you know if they have to get creative in order to involve the character, they're going to do it. But again, the no, tenor actually, of a lot of Martin's interviews yeah. seemed to be
0: that, like, you know, but Nero no, said actually the opposite in an interview this week. He said that they would not find a way to get Sam in if Scott Bakula wasn't on board. Because he, said well, I he, thought, I, I thought, I thought I read it as is that that they that they would do like oh something creative. I mean maybe we need to go back and reread yeah. it because I, I read it as him saying it's like no I'm not gonna put Sam Beckett in there if we can't get Scott because he felt like that would be disrespectful. I mean sure him, his wishes. The, the thing is is Sam's already in the show.
1: Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Sam's already in the show. It's it it's like what we've talked about before with like you know that at you know play analysis 101. It's like every character in the show is not every character you see, it's every character that's talked about, mentioned, you know, et cetera. Like oh absolutely, yeah. You know, Sam's already in the show. <laughs> yeah. Um and it's neither here nor there. Uh I I could be completely wrong about that. I I, I might have misread it. But anyway, the the thing is is that I think that whatever the mystery that, that we're being presented with now is I would have a hard time believing that it does not involve Sam in some fashion, whether or not we are, we, we actually physically see th- his character. I have a hard time believing that this is not in some way tied to the character of Sam Beckett. I don't think it has anything to do with getting Sam home. I don't think it has anything to do necessarily with meeting up with Sam, teaming up with Sam or whatever, but I just don't think that, that this mystery is devoid of any relationship to Sam Beckett as a character, especially because we learn through the course of this episode, just how much Al is basically involved in all of this, Mm -hmm. you know, because unless I'm going to throw it out there right now, I'm going to just, just, just get it out of the way. I'm not the first person to say it. Unless Janice is an evil leaper, which is possible, you know, who knows right unless Janice is an evil leaper then the entire impetus behind Janice teaming up with Ben to do whatever it is that they're doing has to be tied to Al and Sam As, I, I, either it's something that Al and Sam discovered it's something that 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 Sam did it's something that Al didn't do whatever the case may be it's tied it's absolutely tied to them mm. I don't believe that it's devoid of any connection to Al and Sam the mystery yeah. that's right. so let's talk about um
0: Janice and Beth.
1: So we learn that Janice has basically hacked her way in to Project Quantum Leap. Yeah. Uh, Ian makes it clear that all Janice can get is data, you know, mm-hmm. that, that she can't, like, grab anything else or whatever. But it's still interesting, you know, that she's she's mining for information, right? She shows up at Beth's door, like you said. She's got a bottle of wine. Beth is like, can we have tea instead? Uh, you know, again, you can kind of see it coming from a mile away. Janice is like, you know, I'll I'll get it started for you. Um, they have a conversation again, like this is where the show is really starting to shine because this conversation, the turn that it takes It's like, wow, like they're going there and it's fucking fascinating. And by that, I don't mean Janice drugging Beth, which is what she does. I mean, Beth basically admitting that she didn't think Janice was brilliant enough Enough to do follow up on like Sam's work. And it's just kind of like, whoa, we're getting like we're getting some deep shit thrown at us right now about Beth as a character, about Janice as a character, about Janice's relationship with her father. Like it's it's really good stuff. It's yeah. really good stuff. And, and and it's good because it doesn't feel forced. It mm-hmm. doesn't feel like we're having to spoon-feed you some sort of information about our characters here. Um, yeah. I don't know how well, I feel she, about Janice as a character yet,
0: but I don't know. Yeah. I um I I feel a little bit better about Janice. Oh, better is the right word. Uh, I'm on board with the way Janice is being portrayed more now. Like knowing, like this is the chip on her shoulder. Is sure, that, knowing right. that that her mom. By the way, we should point out in last week's episode, this is something we totally missed, and then people asked us about it after the fact. When Janice is talking to Magic on the phone, mm-hmm. he calls Beth. Mm-hmm. Beth. He doesn't call Beth his mom or Beth her mom. Right. Uh, and I, I thought that was interesting. We should acknowledge that that we missed that. Um, but yeah, that's it. And I, and I'm sure you picked up on that as, as soon as Janice said that she was going to start boiling the water for the tea, you, you knew, right? Right. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. They, 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 so they, it's one of those is, things. It's like, it's like, it's a twist that they didn't, re- they didn't insult our intelligence. Right. Like they just let us know, like they didn't actually show the, you know, her slip in the Mickey. <laughs> right. Yeah but, yeah, you know, yeah. but you know, they basically telegraphed that. Yeah, we know how, we know how this moment is going to end.
1: I appreciate one of the things I love about this episode, um, and 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 I'm sorry because I don't know, I, I I didn't write it down, unfortunately. Excuse me. Do you happen to have the director's name? I do not. Okay, sir. Um, so anyway, one of the things that I'll say is that there's an economy to the storytelling that I really appreciated throughout the course of this episode. You mentioned it earlier at the very beginning when Ben is going through the gym and he's seen all the posters and he's seen it. You know, right right down to the fact that we've mentioned this before because it happened in the classic series, too, that by telling the story in such an economical way that by the time Addison comes in to kind of give Ben the lowdown on, you know, when he is and all this sort of stuff, Ben has already figured some of it out because of the context clues. And I feel like, again, that this is a scene where, uh, yeah, they don't go overboard with it. There are hints of course there are and like you say you can see it coming i'm not trying to deny that but it's not done in in, in like an over-the-top way it's not too much it's you know it's it, it's just the i'll you know i'll boil the water uh, janice sets the the teacups down you know that's all you see you don't ever see her actually like you said slipping the mickey or whatever anyway um this is this is the scene that they originally posted photos for that they then took down and yeah. so i i saw these photos like a week ago and i was like holy shit, Beth is lying on the ground and Janice is standing above her. What is going on? And, and so I, I kind of sat with that for a week. And part of it was because, A, I didn't want to spoil anything, right? And B, yeah. I also didn't know if it was true. I was like,
0: is my mind playing tricks on me? Yeah. So the thing <laughs> is, they, they had to pull those pictures down really quick because yes. nobody got those pictures online. No. Uh, Matt Dale, Leap Podcast, he didn't have them up. K-Site, like those are the two main sites where I'm looking. None of them had those pictures up online. Yeah. So you must have saw them right when they posted them, and then someone's like, "Oh, right, let's get rid down. of those." Yeah. Um, 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 but, but in that scene, uh, we we learn that Al took a bunch of stuff, like you said, he took a bunch of stuff with him when when he left the project. What I like about that is if you uh, remember someone somewhat familiar with uh, the failed attempted reboot uh, for the Sci Fi Channel, a boldly four that was going to involve Sammy Joe. Al was going to be involved in that well. And that was, uh, I don't know if the writers intentionally did this, but that was taken from that idea as well, because in that failed reboot, uh, Al was able to reassemble the imaging chamber in a way to communicate with with Sam or Sammy Joe, who was going to leave. Like, well, like a mini accelerator, even too. Al was able to do that by taking things away from the project when the project was shut down. Right, uh, And more on a character thing, we kind of, they kind of touched on a thing that I have kind of suspected that Al never recovered from having lost Sam. I mean, hopefully. yeah, which and that he, was like, that absorbed him the rest of his life.
1: Of course not. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing is it's like, I, I feel like, I feel like there've been so many assumptions um, made about the show um, that, that we've seen kind of espoused on social media and stuff. And it's just kind of like, it, it, it really does kind of come back to that thing. Like if you're not even going to give it a chance, like, Just stop talking, because Mm. if you if you're gonna watch, and that's the other thing too, it's like you you had to say it today, where somebody was talking about like, you know, oh, the original series wasn't about explosions and action, blah blah blah, and all this sort of stuff, and you're like, the first leap that he had you know what i mean like it's like sure. come on you know give it time like you're really, you are really you know that's that's the thing it's like it's so strange because the people that that that, that are apparently so uh obsessed with this instant gratification are, are of the generation that is uh, you know above us I, i'm assuming and, and yet we're supposed to be the ones that are you know into our eye things and are you know and, and and instantly streaming anything and everything we want and it's like just have a little patience mm-hmm. you know watch the show if you decide after a couple episodes that you don't like it or whatever fine then you don't have to take the ride but i I just think that again there's so many assumptions that are being made and i mean it's just you know
0: it's it's just unfair to the fandom here's the thing this is a good point to address it um because this came up on our tiktok this week as well and what the person was saying on twitter was that he had a problem with atlantis being based on a historical event that didn't really happen and And my thing was, it's like, well, no, like the the pilot of the OG had Sam leap into an Air Force test pilot who was test flying the X3, and that's how he got killed. And all of that is broadly based in history. It's not based on an actual historical event. I think it's important to remember, uh, especially if you haven't watched the old series in a while, like really dug into it, um, the OG played fast and loose with history in the original series. Um, I mean him giving the lyrics to Buddy Holly in 1956. Buddy Holly was already opening for Elvis Presley and Bill Haley in the Commons in 1955. Uh, Giving Michael Jackson the idea for the moonwalk in whatever year. Michael Jackson was already performer like somewhere else, not in California whatever at the time and there are a lot of different instances that we can pull up. I think the difference now between this series and the old series though is that uh, especially if we have, well, it doesn't matter where Ben leaps, but we have the internet now, right? So like, whereas before, it's like you know, when you when you look at a series from the, you know, when the series originally aired. Something happened back in the 1950s. and yeah, you knew vaguely when Buddy Holly was popular, but you don't know like when he was discovered. You know, you knew vaguely about Michael Jackson. Uh, Disco Inferno had a lot of irregularities about like being a stuntman on Earthquake and when the movie was actually made and clips and from Saturday Night, Night, Night Live first two different and episodes. And the, first season, and, like, and the first yeah. season, the show wasn't even called Saturday Night Live. It was called something else. Like things like that. Before the internet, Unless you were just an expert in that area, you probably didn't know. But we have the internet now, so you can more easily go look those things up. Right. And I think what we have to, uh, we have to give the series some leeway. Is like, yeah, they're going to play fast and loose with history. It's going to be easier to pick up on because we can go online and look up things more specifically. That doesn't mean it's historically accurate. That doesn't mean they're not doing anything necessarily wrong. I mean, specifically, like, with the Atlantis episode, um, actually basing that episode on an actual mission would have been very limiting for the writers. And I have to imagine there would have been all sorts of legal hurdles that they would have had to have cleared with the real-life astronauts before the episode ever went into production. Right, right. So...
1: You know, and and the other thing is, too, is it's like uh, we mentioned it on the podcast last week. And then I saw somebody mention it, I believe, in Facebook about how the, um, you know, NASA had already had multiple hookups with Space Station Mirror at that point. Um, and that's true. But the other thing is, is like even beyond any kind of like, you know, us versus them mentality, you know, any, you know, any kind of idea that this had never happened before, like it's a point of pride. Like if I'm a captain of this mission. And, and I'm having to run to, you know, the, the other side's home base in in order to fix things and get home or whatever, like, I might not want to do that, right? Like, it, 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 I think that that's a, the other aspect to look at. It's like, it could just be a character defect, right? It's pride. It's not any It's not like this notion of, like, they're the enemy. It's not this notion of, like, how can we do this? We've never done that before. It's just, you know, there's a, there's a lot of other things that could be at play there. And that's what I took it as. I I just kind of was like, you know, he's too proud to, to do it. But anyway... Um, so I think that, you know, I think specifically talking uh, about the, the the Beth and Janice stuff, uh, again, is that it ends up being, you know, this kind of emotionally wrenching scene, and then it, it turns into this really kind of, you know, creepy scene. Um, and I think it just one of the things that it does for us is it establishes without any doubt the lengths Janice is willing to go in order to, sure. you know, fulfill her destiny, her mission, which she, which if, she's to be believed if she's not some sort of evil leaper or whatever, if, it, you know, it, it's, it's finishing her dad's work, yeah. which is again, why I say, even if we never see him, even if he's not necessarily an active character or participant in this, I firmly believe that whatever it is, is tied to Sam. Sure. Um. So, yeah, you know, I, I think other than that, um, the stuff at the project that that's interesting to me that stood out is that, you know, Obviously, everybody knows that they've got a rally around Addison, right? Yeah. She's exhausted, she's dehydrated, she's passing out in the, in the imaging chamber. Uh, the scene between her and Magic, one of the things that I thought was interesting that I kind of picked up on that made me just sort of like, hmm, I wonder, uh, is that we learn that there's a doctor there on site at the project, whom we do not see, but they're referred to as a she- and I just, all of a sudden, my brain just started going all these places. And it's like, are they setting us up for something? Like, is this doctor somebody that we're going to know? You know, mm-hmm. is this doctor going to be a character down the road? Or is it nothing? Is it absolutely nothing? And I'm making too much out of it because I'm just engaged in that way now. And it's like, everything might mean something kind of thing. Sure. Um, I don't know. Uh, and then, of course, the two big things at the end of the episode that we get that are just like, you know, kind of mind-blowing in a way is that we get... Uh, this wonderful scene at uh, Addison and Ben's, where, as you mentioned earlier, the rest of the team comes over to join her uh, with Thai food and beer and watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills or L.A. or whatever it is. Uh, and kind of like, you know, you don't have to do this alone, which is nice. Because, again, that's one of the things that I feel like Ian has been doing more so than the other characters. that They've really kind of been reinforcing this idea that we're all in this together, that we're family. We're family. You know, I think they even say that at the we love you or whatever it is uh, that they say sure. at, the, at the end of the episode. Um, also, the hair was Fucking, I'm pointing that scene. Uh, anyway, uh, and 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 then spilling out from this scene, uh, which also we get the comedy of magic, not understanding what the hell this TV show is or why it yeah. exists. I'm with you, magic, uh, and uh, <laughs> uh, we get you know we get out of this uh, this this wonderful uh, uh, you know kind of chilling moment where uh, Beth calls magic and, you know, drops the bomb that, you know, Al took a bunch of stuff home from the project. And that one of the things that he had with him was the handlink. Link.
0: Yeah. And we see it, we get to yeah. see it. It's there. It's yeah. there. As we're is, in, is that you know, the hand link or is that a, a thing that she reverse engineered and rebuilt? Cause it doesn't quite look like the old handlink. I, Here's the thing, I'm just going to be completely
1: honest with you. I don't know for certain, but I took it to be that, yeah, it's the hand link. Because, okay. again, kind of going hand in hand with some of the other stuff we're saying, it it might not, it, maybe it's not the same prop. Maybe it's, you know, for whatever, for a multitude of reasons. But I do, I did take it to be that, to yes, be that. that is the hand link. Yeah. That is the hand link. Uh, and what do you think she's building? You know, it's so funny you asked me that because I literally was like, I have to go and take a look at this thing again. Because there's, uh, like, I, I'm thinking is she trying to build her own accelerator? Is she trying to build uh, uh, her own imaging chamber? Is she trying to build, you know, like what is this thing that she's, you know, what's she building in there? That's for like the two of you out there
0: that are Tom Waits fans. Anyway. Yeah. Uh (laughs) (laughs) I think she is building an imaging chamber. I think that's why she is hacking Quantum Leap system. Uh, So she can contact Ben. She's going to try... To reach out and contact Ben and maybe jog his memory,
1: yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that that's that that was my first thought, and I think that that's probably uh pretty likely you know I think we we we're we're playing with a few extra cards up our sleeve as we say that, but uh, <laughs> i I think, yeah, I think it's a good bet, um. It's so interesting to me because she's like, she's clearly there is an element to her character that just seems kind of other. Mm -hmm. And while maybe, you know, again, maybe she is an evil leaper or whatever. We don't, you know, we we don't know that yet. Uh, But I'd like to think that that is actually has more to do with her, you know, the way that she was raised. Yeah, having this catastrophic event basically happen to her family where her dad is pretty much like just absent for large swaths of time because he's got to be there to help Sam, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, I, 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 and, but yet clearly there's a closeness and then she loses her father. She senses that her mother has never really believed in her and had faith in her. And like, you know, it, 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 like the thing is, is like, you could just look at the surface level of it and make all these snap judgments and kind of, you know, rush it and just be like, I don't like this character. And like, I don't get it and blah, blah, blah all this sort of stuff. But the fact of the matter is it's actually a pretty richly like textured character based on all this information that we're starting to learn. Mm-hmm. And so I am, I am very interested to see where it goes. And, and if yeah. she's building an imaging chamber and she's going to reach out to Ben, who we also learned they've been working together for six months And that Ben was basically taking days off to go and Mm -hmm. spend, you know, working on whatever it is that they
0: were working on. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm excited for the ride and I'm excited that there's a game plan. Yes. And I'm excited that I don't
1: know where it's going. Yeah. Whether it's
0: 13 episodes or a full season. Uh, Yeah. and And I will say going into watching this episode this week, um, uh, I was kind of looking forward to the leap story I really wanted to see what happened with the project story um, and the project story did not disappoint this week I'm really excited for next week uh, next week it has been long teased that this is we're going to learn about Magic's experience uh, what it was like having been leaped into and apparently from what Martin Garrow said it's like a three page monologue that uh, Ernie Hudson kills yeah so, and I know we're I, I mean, unless they were just like giving us super fans a tease in the in the trailer, we're at least going to get like a snippet of a flashback. Um because we see Tom. What I'm yeah. really what I'm really hoping, and I I don't know how they're gonna do this with like mixing old footage and, and whatnot. What I'm really hoping we see is um magic's experience of having been leaked into. And even though they like there's the waiting room and trading places like does magic have any like residual memories of like does he remember does he remember being in Sam's persona or whatever and uh killing and killing the woman who was going to kill Tom yeah because even in the flashback i think that like that that's the moment that we saw we got tom like crouching down in the bush like right before he was about to get shot yeah um really i would love scene. that
1: yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I can't wait to because I think that honestly, it's going to answer a lot of questions that that we have, as fans have had for such a very long time. That we've you know posited theories on in the show about you know what what happens to the Lee B. You know, do they remember anything when they get back? To that you know, I think that this is going to go a long way towards answering that, and I think that also you know to keep in mind that maybe maybe not everybody's experience is the same you know but i but but ultimately i do think that yeah hearing what magic has to say is going to for me inform a, a lot about you yeah. know other Leapy's experiences um
0: and i'm really interested to see i i really hope i don't think they are because they have such respect for the old series i don't think they're going to retcon the rating room the waiting room out of the entire series I don't think so either. I don't think it would I, make sense. It wouldn't make sense for
1: them to do that. I, I I think that, no, there's no waiting room now, which is a question a lot of people ask.
0: Um, I was just thinking right now, I should make it our pin tweet. There's no waiting room. Yeah. I, I, yeah. And I also want to make this because I've seen this and honestly, I, I think if you're listening to our podcast, you're not the one who's making the snarky <laughs> comment because when they talk about the no waiting room, like everybody said, yeah, the writers couldn't wrap their head around it. And I'm like, can we, Writers are very smart people. I'm sure they could totally wrap their head around the waiting room. I think when Stephen Lillian said that in the interview that he did, I think I'm 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 certain what he meant was like as writers, they could not wrap their head around how to include that into the fabric of the show right. and make it interesting week after week. Because the thing is, we've said before in a previous episode, they could come and go and forget the waiting room and exclude it from the original series as they please in the original because we never saw the project. Right. But if you are doing a show where you see the project all the time and you have the waiting room, you have to show the waiting room every, every week. week. You have to incorporate another character, the Leap B, every week. Right. And when they say we couldn't wrap our heads around it, I, I'm confident that they mean like as writers, they couldn't wrap their heads around how to include that into the show and not just add like another clunky piece to it yeah
1: yeah because there's so much going on in these episodes you know i mean one of the one of the big criticisms i had of the premiere episode is that there was too much going on you know Mm -hmm. for those 42 minutes um there's already so much going on adding that i think and 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 here's the thing I, i you know if some people are missing it cool fair i'm not missing it at all I'm not like I, there has never been a moment in these three episodes where I've been like, Oh, I really just want to see Addison walk into the waiting room and talk to the leapy. Like I've, I've literally, I don't miss it. I don't. Yeah. There's nothing about it that says it should have been included. You know what I mean? To me.
0: I feel very much the same way. And I've said it before. I think the waiting room was a great plot device in the old series because it gave Dean Stockwell, someone, another person to act against other than Scott Bakula. Um, and uh other than that, I don't think the original series handled the idea of the waiting room very well. I think a lot of the novels did. Uh I don't think the series ever handled the waiting room really well. Like we even got uh me and someone else on Twitter, we got into a, a fun back and forth where we were joking, like, like if you want to drive someone mad right yes i saw that yeah do it like the old style waiting room so i'm uh hate me send in your hate mail Face i was gonna Google say podcast. you just yeah you did like yeah, immediately yeah. there's some people yeah. like you yeah. know facebook podcast that at, at gmail.com um yeah I, I i do not miss the waiting no. room but i am excited no. to see what we learned from magic and his experience me too this week And just from, you know, from an acting perspective,
1: I'm excited to see something that, you you know, has already kind of gotten a little bit of buzz around it. Um,
0: So speaking of next week's episode, uh, could be called midnight run. Could be called a decent proposal. We don't know. Uh, because the promo photos have kind of flipped back and forth between what it's called.
1: Um, it'll be, I'm leaning towards decent proposal at this point. Um, but I don't know. One of the reasons why I'm leaning towards that too, is because I, I think that, uh, I think that part of it's a double it's a double it's not only is it meant for the leap and 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 what Ben is trying to do I think it also is alluding to Addison and Ben and so I think that that's one of the reasons why I think we're going to find out there Ben is going to find out that they're engaged Got it. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing some memories. Yeah. Um, a couple of quick things that I just want to throw out there real quick is that, uh, you know, obviously it's the first time that he's a woman. Uh, we have this very interesting uh, leap out where he, you know, he's getting hit on. Uh, and uh, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for what they didn't do. There was not any sort of strain of homophobia involved in this. And I feel like if, if, if this was you know, 10, 20, 30 years ago plus, like the the first thing that would have happened is that Ben would have been really uncomfortable, that Ben would have been like, you know, oh, I, I, you know, I don't swing that way or whatever. There would have been something like that as opposed to, you know, it's not about that. Like Ben is trying to figure his shit out. Like it's just sort of like, where am I? What is happening? No, I'm not interested. Leave me alone. I'm meeting somebody here, I hope. And then he looks in the mirror and it's like, bam. He's like, okay, all right. And there's definitely this, Like you can tell, like he's 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 unprepared for this. Whereas he wasn't phased to be, you know, a a white guy or Japanese American or or a black guy. I think there is a part of him that's just sort of like, okay, I'm a woman. Like this is going to be different, and and so I'm interested to see how they treat that as well.
0: I'm interested interested as well. Yeah. And again, I've said this before last week, I love how they do the leap in at the end of the episode of having Ben just kind of like come to and like the, you know, the thing zoom out and just kind of, he more like fades in than than he leaps in. Yeah.
1: Um, It feels disorienting in a good way. Whereas the leap effect itself is kind of like this, it's it's the special effect, you know, it's just kind of, it's a thing. It's like, it's the transporters in Star Trek. It's great, it's fine, but there's something about this that feels kind of like, you know, I, I, yeah, I'm a little disoriented by it. Um,
0: just a smidge, but I, I dig it. I like it, but I'm excited about it. And that was our short yeah. recap. <laughs> it was shorter than last days. Week. <sighs> it, was, it was shorter than last week. How about that? Yeah. Um, yeah. so excellent. So yeah, I'm excited for next week.
1: And, Me too. And,
0: uh, and yeah, I don't know our, our, our usual wrapping up stuff. Yeah. Find us on the socials, fadeswidewheel.com. Um, find us on uh find us on youtube uh, audio i mean you, you've obviously found us however you've gotten here so so thank you so much for, for finding us again find us on patreon and buy me a coffee if you are interested in a coffee and um find us on social i've been much more active on twitter than tiktok than i have been recently just because tiktok it's easier to fire off a few tweets uh but find us but find us how however you can and and really looking forward to, to next week
1: yeah yes we try to we we try to sign the tweets because we you know when we're tweeting from the fates wide Wheel account but we don't always remember to and you know whatever it's uh, we don't we don't police each other or monitor each other we're pretty much just sort of like say whatever you want you know so so it's just whatever whatever he says i'm fine with and whatever i say he's fine with until we say otherwise um so anyway yeah find us on social uh uh and uh you know engage in the conversation and and i promise not to be a dick um as much as I'm capable and um, yeah again thank you so much all the, the the patrons and donors we appreciate you so much thank you to everyone that is engaging with us and having these great conversations um, you know and and for the haters you know haters gonna hate and, and and that's fine it's weird it's very strange it's it's a different level of which I've engaged with this sort of thing than ever before um, you know coming from kind of two fandoms where I don't engage much in either one of them with Doctor Who and, and Star Trek I'm like obviously aware of, of this stuff and you know it's not Nothing new sure. and, you know, Star Wars too, but like, it's, it's, it's different, you know, when you're kind of like doing sure. something involved with you just kind of like, huh, okay, it's the reason why I was a little bit more quiet this past week, because I didn't want to engage with it too much. But anyway, sure. um uh yes, thank you also very much. Really appreciate it. Thanks for listening and uh, tuning in. Uh you, you can, of course, watch Quantum Leap every Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central on NBC. It starts streaming the very next day on Peacock. Uh, And, uh, of course, you know, keep those streaming numbers up. Rewatch the episode if you want to. Um, I hope this thing sticks around for a really long time. It's gotten progressively better um, each week. I'm really looking forward to next week already. Um, So, we will be back then to talk a decent proposal or midnight run, whichever they settle on. Uh, And, um... Oh, Drew Lindo and... uh, Mark Stokes, I believe, uh, had it for me a second ago. That was the director. Drew Lindo was the writer of this week's episode. So awesome, awesome work, guys. Uh, And we'll be back next week uh, with a brand new episode. Thank you all very much again. And remember to leap
0: responsibly. All right. See you next week, y'all. Bye-bye.